I was going to go easy on you, not to hurt your feelings. You f***ing irritate the shit out of me! I'm only going to get this one chance. It's just a feeling I've got. Like something's about to happen, but I don't know what. All I hear, go get the money. So I go get it. Hate means I do something. Hey, 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 what's going on, peeps? Welcome to Gap Sell Keenan Live. Yep. We're number 41. This is Gap Sell Keenan number 41. Welcome to another edition. You know what happens here. This is a live call, live sales call with a live salesperson who has a real product or service that they believe I need. So their job is to see if they can find a problem that I have. And if they do, and it's big enough, I will buy. I will buy. I think we're in three right now. We think we've we've in some way, shape, or form bought from three people, I think, two or three. So out of 41, we're batting less than 10%, which is a crying shame. So uh, today we have a gentleman by the name of Jeff Weiser. He is an international growth consultant. So let's bring him in here and let's see what happens with Mr. Jeff Weiser. Welcome, Jeff. Hey, Keenan. Hey, everybody. How are you today? Good, baby. Good, good, good. Are you ready? So ready. Um, I can't say I'm not nervous, but that's okay. Uh, I, I'm nervous. I think I'm nervous because I read Gap Selling. I can't believe the people that haven't. Hey, they, they're brave. Um, and, uh, and yeah, become uh, an avid follower of, of these videos. So I've learned a lot, um, but I'm sure I'll learn most of everything today. All right. Well, I love it, man. So um, you know how – man, this does – oh, I'm a little late. Okay. So it's a delay. All right, so here's the deal. You know the, you know the gig. You've got 15 minutes to see if you can find a problem that I have. Um, dig in, and uh, I will coach you along the way. But if you do a good job and you find a big enough problem, I will buy. So All right. before, before we start, just tell everybody the high level so they understand where you're going with this, uh, about your company and what it is you do or sell. Yeah, absolutely. So like, uh, like you mentioned, I'm, a, I'm an international growth consultant. Um, all you need to know really about me is that I love great ideas and, pro and products, and I love languages. I see a gap, a language gap, in the way of the proliferation of a lot of ideas and products. So uh, what I do is help to bridge that language gap. Okay. All right. Love it. All right. The show All right. is yours. Thank you, Keenan. Thank you. Um, I have a lot of questions written down, but I also know that I shouldn't have the expectation to ask all of them because we might go in any old direction, and I'm ready for that. So I'll just start at the top. Um, look, I've I've heard from the videos, and obviously um, in the book as well, heard about the the, the genesis of um, of a sales guy. But I'd love the opportunity if you could just tell me live here, for in your words, what sparked the project. Um, not how it started, but why you decided to get a, a business plan together um, for the sales a sales guy. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. So um, the short answer is my career was going too fast. Um, uh, there was no LinkedIn yet. Most of most of your jobs were still hired through resumes and you know your network, who you know, your Rolodex, mm -hmm. and so. Um, I went from being a 27-year-old kid modeling in the streets of Miami down there to um, $300 million line of business, 125 salespeople nationwide, et cetera, in just three years. So when that job ended, because we were selling managed modem for um, dial-up service and broadband mm -hmm. was coming out, you can, you can read the tea leaves, um, I had a very difficult time staying at that level because 
people get a resume and they'd see 31 years old, you know, $125 million on revenue only for a year and a half, year, year and a half. Before that was a, a director of sales for only three years. And then what? Right. And they had one year of actual selling experience. So they, uh, I just was really hard to get a job. So I decided to start a blog. So in 2009, I started a blog and the simple logic was I will write about what it means to run sales teams. I will share my experiences. I'll share how I'm the process I'm building. I'll share everything I'm doing. And then I'll get a following, maybe a thousand people. That was my logic. Maybe a thousand mm -hmm. people follow me. If I ever need a job again, I just have to say I'm looking for a job and they'll have seen what I do. I wouldn't have mm -hmm. to rely on the resume. Well, after two years and 712 straight blog posts, I was getting 25,000 views a day. And I mean, I can't, a shitload. Yep. Like tens and tens of thousands of views, um, people reaching out. And then they started saying, Hey, I, you know, do you consult? So I was like, okay, yes, I do. And then that one worked. And I said, okay, I'll do it again. And then I got let go. My company got purchased and um, so they let North America go. And I had a choice, go find another job for six months or spend six months trying to build a sales guy. So I said, fuck it. I'll bet on myself. I'll, I'll spend the six months. I bet I can do more on sales guy betting on myself than I can trying to find a job. That's what I did. And the next thing you know, we're actually 10 years in. This is our 10th year anniversary. I know that. And congratulations. That's that's awesome. Thank you, baby. Um, so I, I appreciate you sharing that story uh, again here live. Can you tell me, you know, why, um, to, to, I'll be a slightly repetitive. Why uh, do that? Uh, you did say you did say a bit that you just you felt like it was a better option to go out on your own than to uh, than to work in another sales job. But I, I'm just searching for is there anything you know that spoke to you in terms of your life goals beyond um, beyond you know having the next job that made you do this rather than something else? Yeah, yeah, it's my business. I get to make the decisions. It, it's I bet on myself. You can make more money. I get to make the decisions. Nobody tells me what to do. I can, if I choose to want to spend the afternoon hanging out with my family, I can. If I want to be a workaholic, I can. It was freedom. Like I get to decide and I get all the benefits or I deal with all the consequences. And do you think that you are have, have been able to reach more salespeople in need by going out on your own? Or do you think that? Yes. Yeah, that's yeah, of course. Okay. Um, so the audience, you know, you mentioned what, that your your blog um, that got really popular, and the the audience of that blog is um, a blog that was just in English, if I understand correctly. Is that right? Mm -hmm. So, was the audience of the blog then um, just the United States? Was it um, other English speaking countries as well? Do you have any idea of the yeah, that mean, kind yeah, of? Yeah, it it it's a blog. It's all over the world. Now, I mm -hmm. don't, I never paid much attention to what percentage were coming from what countries because look, I was just writing a blog post today. That was enough for me, right? right. Um, so, but I know that we've, I've been reached out to people all around the world. I, mm -hmm. Yeah. All around the world. People have reached out. Mm -hmm. All right. Excellent. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to shift slightly. That was a bit of a background that was, that I really wanted to understand about, about kind of why you started things. So I appreciate that. It's, it's definitely you know, going into the genesis of it all. Um, next up, you know, I, I, I have some information on, on just what I've, I've, um, been able to, you know, find on your videos and, and knowing about your business on your website, but I'd like to know, um, just to verify a few things. During the pandemic, you had a nice, uh, well, you had up until the pandemic, a pretty nice tick of, if I, if I heard correctly, 100%, 150% uh, growth yep. in business year, year over year, right? Yep. Awesome. And it went down to, like when the pandemic really shut everything down to what, 10 or 15%? Well, I, last thing I saw, I wasn't sure the exact number at the end of 2020 in terms of- Yeah, at the end of 2020, we actually were up. 
We grew. Okay. Yep. So you grew, um, yep. but not at 100%. Oh, God, no. But as, as far as I'm concerned, to, to double business and then go into a pandemic and maintain and grow from that growth was like 100% growth in my little world. But no, we, sure. we grew about, I don't know, maybe 5 or 7%, which I was thrilled about. Okay. Um, if it sounds obvious, I'm sorry, but why couldn't you grow 100% during the pandemic? Ask that question again. Okay. I could be more specific, perhaps. Yeah, like like the way you asked it, I, I had to bite my tongue. Because I, okay. I want you to sit back and I want you to recognize, right, that someone cold calls you or you somehow, someone gets hold of you and you agree to let them sell you, right? And mm -hmm. then they ask you a question like, well, why couldn't you grow in the in the middle? You're going to be like, fuck you. Dickhead question. Absolutely. Yeah. Come on. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I know the type of information you're looking for. Yeah. Let's just slow down and think about it and ask for it in a way that's less indicted. Okay, good. Actually, you're right. Um, I, I can I can do that in a much more constructive way. So can you tell me, uh, just dissecting a little bit, what services grew um, most during the pandemic and which grew least? least? Um, so um, what grew the most? So I, training grew the most. I would say, okay. ah, I, you know, it's a good point. I should go back and take a look. Um, training grew the most, but it, it was even across the board. Now, remember, we stayed, I mean, 5 7% growth is not massive growth, right? Mm -hmm. So say what grew the most, but I think we, we it was roughly about the same buckets, right? But we yeah. were able to maintain the training. We were able to maintain the, um, the, um, the consulting. Now, I guess, okay, here we pivoted. And about 10% of our revenue came from B to C, which we had never done before. Interesting. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that's uh, just to clarify the gap selling online training, correct? Actually, great question. No, that came from the virtual training. So this time last year when they shut everything down and all of our pipeline dried mm -hmm. up to zero and all of the customers that we had scheduled trainings with, like, look, everybody's locked home. We're out. Like, we're not, we're not doing this. Mm. Um, we pivoted and started providing $99 Gap selling trainings to anybody who wanted to show up. And so we were blown oh. away at how many of those we sold in the first, well, the, yeah, in like basically March, April, May, April, March, April, May, we sold a bunch of those. And that was about 10% of our revenue last night, last year. Okay. I have no idea. Um, revenue, March, April, May. Thank you. And that, uh, those trainings were done exclusively by you or were you already with the, um, I, I don't remember if you call them the, the, uh, Me, the delegates I or okay. I did them. Okay. Got it. Um, now, okay. That question I already kind of asked in a bad way. So I'm going to go again. Um, let's say we go to the kind of an, an, another uh, area that I wanted to look into. That, um, if you don't mind moving to your customers, um, kind of your, your customer locations, right? Um, and, how many of your customers would you say, what percentage of your customers are in the U.S. today? hundred percent. hundred percent. Okay. Um, so what percentage of your prospects would you say um, either from outbound sales efforts or your marketing efforts, or you can dissect them if you like um, to, to talk more specifically, are from the U.S. versus abroad. 
I don't know, maybe 90 or US. Okay. So do you think that gap selling is um, best for Americans or should the, are the concepts universal enough that, um, you know, gap selling would work oh, really yeah, well? Yeah, one of my customers out of Australia. Oh, cool. Okay. I, I love Australia. So no, so it's not 100%. I got an Australian customer right now. It's and, fun and, working and with them because of the time zone. They have I'm people sorry. all over the place, right? Oh, I'm lying. Jeez, I'm a shitty fucking guy. I have a Swedish customer too. Man, I'm a mess. I'm Swedish a mess. as well. I have an active Swedish customer and an active Australian customer. Man, I don't know how I forgot that. Jesus. Hopefully they're not watching. Get, get, a, get a lot of customers and, you know. Ooh, they're going to be mad at you. <laughs> You're on the spot oh, like God. I am, so it's hard, to, it's hard to remember them all. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So, um, all right. Then, then to the question I was asking here, do you think that um, – oh, wait. Actually, I'd like to go a little bit deeper on that specifically. Those uh, customers in Sweden and Australia, did they come to you or did you find them? Came to me. Interesting. Okay. And by the way, those of you who are watching right now, tag a friend. You guys are awfully quiet today. I'm not seeing a whole lot of questions. Like, get quiet. But anyways, tag a friend. Tell me to be watching. All right, keep going, brother. Okay. Um, yeah. So you, those customers, those customers came to you, and it sounds like they're you're very happy that they that they did. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go ahead, Keenan. I need it. Go ahead. Tell, tell oh me. Oh my God. Yeah. Look, man. I don't know what problem you're trying to find. Okay, I can get to I, it. Okay, I'm gonna do something I've never. Okay, I'm gonna give you a chance. Go. Go to it. Oh, all right, all right. Um, right. So, I would like to know um, if you want me to get to the problem. I want. I would like to know if there are any plans underway right now to attract more customers in other countries. No. Okay, or if you're trying to go get them. No. Is that something that is that you're looking to plan in 2021? No. Well, no, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. See, so this is what you did. You just did what everybody okay. else did. You, God, I don't know why this is so hard for everybody. Fuck. Like literally. Okay, here's your question, Jeff. Yeah. I'm going to do something I've never done before, right? Did you write down what problem you're trying to find? Maybe I've done this once. What problem are you trying to find? Yeah, let me go to my, my pick. Um, so I, I have a few of them. And Jeff, just give me one. Okay. What's one of the problems you were trying to find? The growth rate uh, in 2021, whether you were on track. Okay, um, so I am. Make... So I don't have a problem there. Okay. So now there's a lot of places you could have gone, though. Yeah. Okay, this is where you okay, so okay, uh what do I want to do this? All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this one in the parking lot for a second. What's the other problem you were trying to find? Um I wanted to see if you I think you might have just answered it, but if you have a go to market plan um for other markets. But that's not a problem. See people, you don't right. know what problem you're trying to find, people. I don't know why this is so freaking hard. That's not a problem. That's not a problem. What problems do you solve? So what's the what's the third problem you were trying to find? Um, the third problem is that uh, to find out if you are adequately uh, covering the language gap to fill your go-to-market plan. Okay, but so so what you really should have said there is, do I have a language gap? Yeah, that's the problem you wanted to find. Not am I adequately filling? That's that's no, that's not a problem. First, you got to find out if there's a, a, a language gap, and if you know there's a language gap, then am I adequately filling it? 
No, that was a question, Jeff. If I actually have right. a language gap, am I adequately filling it? Um, from what I, the, the question is to me? Yes. No. Okay, so then you said you're trying to find the problem that you said is, am I filling the a language gap? Well, then that's a dumb thing to find. If I have a gap, then I'm not adequately filling it. So trying to find out if I'm filling it a gap makes mm -hmm. no sense to me. Does that make any sense? Now, yeah. so look at everybody's getting to say, I know, I know, I know Doris and Brady, they're all yelling at me. You're forgetting Heston's, you're forgetting this client in Australia, you're forgetting this, but I know, my bad, my bad. But yeah, oh. And then Brady said, we have a large international draw. Yes, Brady, we do have a large international draw. He asked me about current clients. And that's what I was referring to, current clients. We only have two of those overseas right now. But we've worked with companies in Brazil. We've worked with companies in, in um, uh, England. We've worked with companies in Col Colombia. I used to go down there every month for a while. Oh, that's we've not bad. Companies in Sweden. We've worked with companies in Australia twice. Um, and I know I'm probably missing someone. They're going to get mad. So we've worked with companies all over the world. Okay. Now, <clears throat> so I got to help you out, man. Look, when you said you want to try to find the, the problems, when you wanted to go to a problem, you wanted to find out that I'm leaving money on the table right. internationally. So you yes. had to figure out where I wanted to go there. So did you want to find out if I'm leaving money? What problem are you going to solve for me? Which one are you going to solve? Yeah, so that... Um, Specifically, what problem are you going to solve? The uh, So the, the problem specifically would be the um, actually making sure that those who could be your your customers are able to be because they understand what you're saying. Okay, how do you do that? So the way that I would help you do that is is first by get by getting you some um some dude. You got to go faster. How yeah. would you do that? Your fucking business. How would you do that? I'm gonna I'm gonna be able to help you by to do that by um, analyzing the markets that you either are trying to go into or should be going into. Give you a free report, and then if you agree with what uh, if we come to a mutual agreement on what the plan should be, then I'll make sure that we get a translation plan set up so we translate all your shit. Okay. So you do translation. That's the yes. side there. Translation in all languages. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. What are you going to translate? See, did everybody pay attention. Jeff's gonna, gonna about to get a whip in here because he's not, he wasn't processing this right. But I want everybody else to think about this. This is what you don't do with salespeople. So that is actually an interesting perspective you're having it. But okay. when... But you, you weren't thinking about your offering and how it relates to my business. So where did you want to help me? Did you want to help me with the books or did you want to help me with the training? Um, I Look, if, if no, I want to answer the question, quick. The, the books, I think, would be a great place to start because then you'd be why able to. Why didn't you start there? Yeah. Like, no, I'm dead fucking serious. Like, why didn't you start there? You have a hint right over here. 50,000 books. Why did you say Keenan? Where did those book sales come from? What percentage of those book sales came from the United States? Are any of your books currently written in any other language? Do you find right. people reaching out to you saying, Keenan, do you offer this in German? Do you offer this in Japanese? Do you offer this in? And if I said yes to any of those, right? Now you've got me. So what do you do when people can't do that? How much of your business comes from your books, right? right. Have you ever considered or, or going to a different market, Jap Japan, Spanish, I mean, um, Japanese, Spanish, German, French, right? Have you? Yes, of course I've done it. Why haven't you done it? I have no, I had, a, I have no way of doing it. It's not my core competency. I wouldn't even know where to begin. You, quit. Yeah. motherfucker! Like I don't know how you missed all of this. It's, it's really hard to get the questions out in the right way, man. Um, in the right way, you didn't even go. In the, I would give you a pat on the back 
if you'd even asked a question in the right direction the wrong way. Yeah. You didn't even ask the right question in the wrong way. Right. Like you didn't even you, you didn't break down my you broke down my business at the thousand foot level. You didn't break it down into let me think about this. This I can either translate his books and by translate his books, what could that look like? Why isn't he translating his books now? What do you what does he think that could be in, in book sales? Or I could do his training business. But right. you didn't really do anything. You stayed way up here. You said literally, how much has your business grown? You didn't get into the opportunity. This was an opportunity sale for you. Mm-hmm. Everybody listening, I'm going off. The poor guy is just turning around. Why the fuck did I get on this call? <laughs> no, no, it's good. That's exactly why. This was an opportunity sale for him. And what he should have done is he should have went into the opportunity, the missed opportunity. Keenan, when you look at uh, major, if you had done your homework on books being sold too, you would have found out that a successful book, especially in business, is 10,000 books. Mm-hmm. So basically, you said, Keenan, you sold 50,000 books in English. Right. Based on my research, based on what I know, the books are just that you could. There's an opportunity here that you may be able to sell another 50 or 100,000 in different languages. Have you considered that? Right. Yes. Um, that's exactly where I was looking to go. I wasn't certain whether the book um, would be the, the best place to start or, you know, because there's the one option. I guess I, this is this is worth the explanation. The one option is the book um, to be able to be, have your base and your core um, out there as, as much as possible. It's one strategy. But other strategies that I was trying to look into for you were also, you know, you have all of your online presence, all of your uh, um, marketing on your website, right? The, the other the other nets, right, that other than the book may be more important to you. Um, the but here's pen- the deal. So, so everybody, lesson number two that Jeffrey's giving us, okay? Jeffrey. I think you have amazing opportunity. Like, in my opinion, if I'm in your shoes, you should be able to sell the sh- fuck out of me. Like, literally, this is a no-brainer. Yeah. But you fucked it up. Because here's the other piece. Everybody pay attention. Pay attention. It's your job to figure out where to go, Jeff. You right. can't fucking waver. Like, I'm not sure what to do. We could go over here. We could do this. I don't know what you're coming to the table with. I'm sitting here. Is Listen, this is real, Jeff, right? This is real. I'm literally sitting here thinking, okay, what is this guy going to sell me? What could I buy? What could make my business better? You can't come in waffling on where to go because what you did is you came in and you went nowhere. Hmm. Like I love the second piece you said about all your content. Like if you have any EQ at all, you should have seen my eyes. I was like, ooh, whoa. Like you sparked me. Like wait, he could do all my stuff in different languages. I never even thought about that. Like Because that seems like too big of an effort for me to do a a whole new website and all these different languages and do all my content differently. That seems like over the top. Like I don't even know how to process that. But yeah. if someone could do it um, efficiently and in a way that I could get a return on this, fucking hell yeah, of course we're global world. I'd be all over it. But you didn't even go there. So when you sit and say your explanation, <clears throat> you didn't even go there. You literally didn't go there. <coughs> you didn't touch in any way, shape or form the opportunity that could exist by putting gap selling or sales guy stuff in other languages. You didn't touch that mm-hmm. in the opportunity and nor did you start to get me to see the opportunity cost. <laughs> you didn't touch it. You didn't touch it. Uh, I don't know how much time we have left, but we could try to go back to that point um, where, uh, where we, you know, at the, the, the area that I think uh, for you to look into um, would, 
Yeah, would definitely be, say, I guess the questions I need to ask are around, with your marketing plan this year, um, have, have, you, um, have you strategized for the, the markets where your growth in customers and prospects are today? That has nothing to do with foreign languages. Of course we have. Okay. I mean, like, look, look, look how you just asked that question again. You literally asked, is our marketing plan targeting for where our customers are today? Nowhere have I conceded in our conversation so far that the majority of my quote unquote customers are mm -hmm. overseas. Nowhere have I conceded right. that. I think you're looking at this angle wrong. This is new market. In my opinion, this is new market. If you're asked, look, I think you're missing the business, but I think you, you're missing the value of your own business. Generally speaking, in my opinion, the argument that a translator or someone who would translate things in different languages, the value you bring is I'm not getting to that market now because they don't speak the language. Right. They don't speak English. So when you even ask the question, am I doing something to get to my market? People who don't speak English are currently not my market. Do you understand what I'm saying? Here? This is market expansion. This is market growth. Your question should have come down that I have a gap and that I'm not growing as fast as I potentially could because I'm not tapping into these other markets. Then these non-English speaking markets is the best way to put it. Then once you get me to buy into the idea that I'm not investing in non-English speaking markets and you'll ask and you'll start asking questions of why. And I said, because I don't know how, number one, it seems overwhelming to me. It seems like too much work. I don't want to get sidetracked. There's still a lot more we can do in our existing market. And if you had an easy plug and play solution to that, you're going to get my attention. Mm -hmm. So we are translating the book into Spanish this year, which remind me, I got to get back to the guys doing this. We are oh, translating right. the book into Spanish this year, right? We had one contract with one um, translator do that. But outside of that, not, no. So you got to understand this is a, this was a total lack of not just gap selling, but a total lack of understanding your own value proposition and where you play so that you can ask questions that will uncover the opportunities that you solve. Like you didn't, you really, I, with all due respect, Jeff, I love you came on. I love your energy. I think you'll do well, but I hope you take this to heart. You mm -hmm. needed to really have a better understanding of the value of what you brought. And what you brought, in my opinion, was opening new markets, access to different people, expansion of the gap selling um, um, uh, 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 audience and getting gap selling in, in 100,000 hands faster than I'm going now because I'm tapping to these not new markets. And then the problems I have is I don't speak multiple languages. My potentially my perception of what it takes is, is it's a lot more complicated than it really is. It costs a lot more money than it really does. Like that was, that was your gap. But man, you just, I don't know what you were doing. Is any of this making sense or is this confusing you? No, it, 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 it does. Uh, I think that I had, I, I, I overthought it. Honestly, in this short in this short segment, I overthought it. Um, I had, I had, like you said, uh, multiple multiple prongs in terms of areas we could go. Um, but I completely agree with all the problems that you that you mentioned. There are obvious problems that you have that I don't have. Um, which I so the right questions would have gotten me to uh, have you see that I understand those problems and that I can solve them. But uh, with a little bit. Yep. So here's the deal, everybody. Um, when you gap sell, the, here's, here's my big takeaway for Jeff, other than the stuff I already gave you. You got to think. I watched you kept going back and looking at your questions. If you write questions down 
and you find yourself going back and looking at them, it's telling me you're not get selling because you didn't know what question to ask based on what I just told you. Especially if you didn't get to a problem. I'm okay if you get to a whole problem and you exhaust the whole thing and you want to pivot. And so you look at another question to pivot. But you should be able to ask one or two questions that you wrote down and the rest of them should be 100% freestyle. Freestyle. M&M, baby. Freestyle. All your questions need to be freestyle. And if you can't freestyle your questions, then you ain't doing it right. Because okay. you got to be listening and you got to understand what you're trying to find. That's the key piece as well. You got to know what you're trying to find. And I don't think you really understood the problem you solved. All right. Um, so I, I would I would definitely uh, think about this and try, try to figure out a way to get to that problem with other potential clients and how to, um, you know, how to, how to, Get them to uh, understand that I empathize with their problems. Um, I certainly do, but it, um, that's because you were able to vocalize it in the way you did. Okay. So look, this is this is what I'm gonna do. Um, I want you to send Brady and I mm -hmm. um, all the information on your services. I want you to product centric now, product centric sell us now, because sure. I've had a problem centric sell myself. Like once again, everybody. If I end up getting something from Jeff, it's not because Jeff sold me, but it's because I had to figure it out on my own. And this is what actually happens in most sales situations. You guys think you fucking sell. You think you're fucking good. You think you figured it out. You haven't. You gave the buyer just enough for them to figure it out themselves and realize, all right, I'll give this guy a shot or I'll look into it. Sometimes they buy from you. Sometimes they don't. Okay. Sorry, Jeff. Just it is what it is. That's so, okay. Right. So I know that I want to get into the markets. We've already invested in, in, in Spanish. Mm -hmm. And so that's moving forward. But now what I just want to do is I just want him to give me his stuff. I will look through it. And if it catches our attention, it gives me a belief system that we may be able to expand in other markets and do this in a cost-effective, efficient way that's not going to distract us from what we're trying to execute right now. I'm in. I'm in. But, All right. Right. So based on what you send me and Brady, we'll, we'll, we'll call you. Don't cost. We'll call you. But <laughs> we'll call you to talk some more. Yeah, no, no problem. Thank you for the opportunity. It's um, I, I knew that all, after all I saw, I had to, I had to hear it from you to to get a little bit of alignment. Um, so yeah, I will do. I'll definitely put something as convincing as possible together for you guys, and uh, I'm I'm here if you need me. Happy all to right, help baby. out. All right, man. Look, I love your enthusiasm. I appreciate you taking it. Um, I hope it was was it helpful? Hundred percent. Beautiful. I, Beautiful. I, lo I love the book and I love watching these uh, these episodes and to be part of it uh, meant a lot. So thank you. Thank you, baby. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, everybody, listen up. Um, we're down another one. I, I don't know what it's going to take to get somebody here to be able to gap sell. Look, I love Jeff's energy. I love all the people that come on. I have nothing mad respect for him. For those of you like, Jim, Keenan's harsh. It's all the love. I learned a term about me uh, from Adam Grant. I'm a disagreeable giver. It's a perfect example of who I am. I give all this out of pure love and desire to make people better. My empathy is through the roof. I'm thinking about Jeff. And so I get fired up because I'm frustrated and angry for Jeff, not for me, for Jeff. Like, I want Jeff to kill it. I want all the other people to kill it. When they don't, I'm like, you're losing money. Oh, you're not getting you where you want to go. Like, I feel what you're losing because you're not doing this. So it is what it is. So if you want to get sell me, if you have a product or service that you think that my company or I could use, then I want you to text me here or you can um, uh, email Doris or hit me up on, on LinkedIn. Uh, Doris at a salesguy.com, but hit us up. We'll get you on. And if you have a real product or service that can solve our problems, if you can find my problem, we will buy.
If not, 